0: Hey there! Welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People, the quirky podcast that brings you writing tips and life tips. I'm Sean, and with me as always is Carrie Jones, New York Times and international
1: best-selling author and awesome woman. I'm also Sean's wife, so he has to say that. We always start our podcast with a random thought, and then we go into the writing tip and the dog tip. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy! Yeah. Hey, it's Random Thought in the office. Hey, baby. Sean's wiggling into his flip flops right now. If that's the noise.
0: Oh, I was wiggling my butt into the chair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Talking about wiggling butts. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Because you're going to like this. Oh, really? Yes. There is an article from the Mirror. Links for everything we reference is in the podcast. And the headline is Sexually Frustrated Sea Snakes Are Mistaking Scuba Divers for Potential Mates. What? Yes.
0: No way. Yes. Male or female scuba divers? It doesn't
1: matter. Really? This is by Graham Murray on August 21st, 2021, and it's a direct quote. A diver noticed some strange behavior when he came into contact with male sea snakes. They would coil around his fins, lick the water around him, and even chase him underwater. He knows what it was. Mating season. And the male reptiles thought he was a potential mate. Dang. So they have a study, and uh, they've analyzed 158 uh, interactions with uh, olive sea snakes in the yeah. Great Barrier Reef, and some are much interactions are much more common during mating season, and they call them, quote, sexually frustrated snakes, end quote. Yeah. And they're like... Um, doing courtship stuff to scuba divers. That's crazy. Because according to Rick Schein, again, direct quote, an elementary biologist and reptile expert at Macquarie University, Australia, told Live Science, males are very aroused and active while looking for, quote, girlfriends. But because the males can't tell the difference between female snakes and scuba divers, that can lead to some comical interactions. <laughs> uh, all sea snakes are venomous and potentially lethal to humans, but researchers do not believe he- people are at an increased risk from swimming with them during their mating season.
0: You know, I was wondering that. I was wondering number one because I thought most sea snakes are venomous, and I think quite venomous. Yeah. But I was wondering about the su- like the snake just can't tell that it's basically trying to hook up with a whale.
1: I know, man. You know, and I'm and like, yeah, oh, I know. You well, know, not a
0: whale, but. <laughs> Our,
1: that
0: was our, our
1: dog. Our dog is. Rubbing some, her ear. Oh, no, that what she's, she's doing. She's rubbing her ear against the floor. Or maybe she's just trying to
0: be a sea snake. She's kind of weak. Oh, she is kind of weak. Well, I wanted to. <laughs> can you go back up a little bit? Really? Yeah. Because I, I wanted to. Um,
1: Make her
2: dog stop waking like
0: Well, I wish I could, but okay. she's on our nice wood floor. Keep going, baby, please. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, everyone's okay. listening. Um I know they are Well then Tall. Well I don't know What was the name Somebody shine maybe mm. He's an evolutionary biologist Yeah You said elementary oh,
1: biologist Sorry, sorry He's also so, an elementary like, biologist In
0: the one in a million chance he, <laughs> he listened to this podcast I didn't want him to Think we thought he was like an elementary school.
1: No, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just early in the morning, and the dog is distracting me. I don't know,
0: no, it's it's cool.
1: Yeah, but isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, and
1: later on, it says um, Lynch says females don't do any chasing; they do the fleeing during mating.
0: Is this about
2: humans? Or uh, yeah, snakes?
1: exactly. So swimming away from a male snake is mimicking the courtship behavior, which makes, uh, makes them want to follow you, right? And so the snakes that chase that lynch guy, right, We're probably like, I just tried to do it and I failed and here's another one here I go Um, and then he says it's clear Shine said it's clear that most approaches to divers were made by males who had lost contact with the females (laughs) they were (laughs) pursuing they frantically search for a female if they lose touch with her which is kind of like at a bar you know like somebody like goes away and they're like
0: and and even even that happens every once in a while A a normally female searching mail yeah. at the end of the at closing time will end up with the mail
1: closing time yeah
0: of sheer desperation.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like, you know, <laughs> or they'll just end up with anybody. They're like, I don't care who it is anymore.
2: Right.
1: It can be the barstool. I don't care. It can be the undercover cop. I you don't care. Yeah, person wearing a wetsuit. It can be my third cousin, Velma. I don't care. Like, it just doesn't matter anymore.
2: Which one was Velma? Velma was the redhead? Yeah. Okay. I think,
1: yeah, uh, Velma, that name.
2: Yeah, scooby right? Day, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: All right, moving on.
2: Look. I'm just moving up so,
1: There's also life. another it's article
2: you, right? yes.
1: uh, Moving on to <laughs> Another article from the Mirror This yeah. one by Chantel Heads A man claims his hotel Needs a visit from the Ghostbusters After his birthday trip
2: That sounds awesome
1: I know, so this guy went for this hotel on his birthday, right? Yeah. It's the Norbreck Castle Hotel Allegedly and he wrote a review um, in which the mayor took an entire article. Um, and he said that...
0: Is this kind of like the National Enquirer? <laughs>
1: so. so the first thing he was upset about was yeah. that the beer tasted like water.
0: What's that got to do with
1: Nothing. But stuff? we know he's had some beer.
0: Maybe they just...
1: And maybe he just kept knocking them down because they tasted like water. That's right. You know, so we don't know how uninebriated this man was, but he definitely had a bad time. So... He said he heard noises on the ceiling. All right. And in the toilet at 2 a.m.
0: Well, that's just the guests above him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there were no guests above him. His review, his name on TripAdvisor was David C. And in his review, it was titled "Was my birthday at this rubbish hotel?" Keep well away. And he said, quote, Not happy with this hotel. Rooms smell of damp. Hallways smell moldy. Don't go if you have asthma. Beer tastes like water. Breakfast not much choice. People running up and down in the corridors. Where's the security at night to stop this?
2: So basically, you
1: know, (laughs) it sounds like any hotel in America. Yeah. Beds are uncomfortable. Also, this place needs the Ghostbusters as well. 2 a.m. something running on ceilings.
0: Maybe that was just the mice Maybe. in the ceilings.
1: Toilets make noises. Also,
0: <laughs> I just like toilet make noises. Like
1: also, someone standing by your doors trying to get
2: in. That
0: says your fellow drunk
1: hotel mates. <laughs> but that's the best one. Um, no oh, game damn. rooms open, which is misleading. One of the staff told me there's also weird people that goes to this hotel standing by doors at night. So that's. Weird. Like, yeah. what the heck is that about, man? Well, it
0: depends on where the hotel is. Cause
1: it's in England somewhere.
0: I know, but if it's like in a city, you very well make uh, it yeah, quote, weird people standing by the doors at night.
1: He said, very haunted as well, so people who are save your money and keep well away from this hotel.
0: David doesn't write too good, but... Too well. That's what I said.
1: Anyways, but he, uh, allegedly there's other TripAdvisor stuff about this hotel.
0: Being haunted? Yeah. Oh. Ah. Yeah, man. Well, they have a picture of two, two ghost pictures right there.
1: Yeah, but the, the link to the article will make you know that those are not real. Gabby, come on, buddy.
0: But the one ghost has like a screen mask style face. It's got to be real.
1: Yeah, it's a That's big... Strange. Big Holy hotel. God. And it only gets 2.8 on Google
0: Reviews. Oh, well. Aw. sorry, Norbrek. Maybe that's because it's haunted. Mm-hmm. Jeeves.
1: It's on the seafront in Blackpool.
0: Hey, it's only $45 a night.
1: Oh, that's... Dude, how can you complain for I know. 45
0: bucks a night? You can't even get a motel... You can't even stay with Converbeck at Motel 6.
1: Dude. I'll leave the lights on
0: for you. That's so sad. Apparently the Norberg will turn the lights on and off.
1: (laughs) But I don't know, man. Have you ever stayed at a haunted (laughs) hotel?
0: You know we have.
1: Can you tell me about it?
0: Uh, you tell it much better, but it was in Louisiana.
1: Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah,
0: what other one were you thinking of? I
2: don't
0: know. The the one in Louisiana was by far the best. It was cool. And it was cool. I could live in that room. It was very, very, I yeah, know, you you'd be very tired after a couple nights, but...
2: That was pretty amazing.
0: It was pretty cool.
2: Ooh,
1: wow. What? Well, I looked up the oh, Hotel, that, that was, and it has, very, like, the top reviews... That's from,
0: like, just a week ago. From a week was. ago.
1: The hair all over the shower, the used tampon in the bathroom bin, the fire alarm going off at 11.30 p.m., paid for on-site parking, had to park on the prom as car park was full. Wow. Another one. This hotel is absolutely disgusting. There was fighting in the middle of the night from guests. I paid parking and had to park on the main road. The bed was like sleeping on a slab of concrete. This hotel is in need of a reamp. It's outdated. I will never stay here again.
0: Man, those reviews are, are, are definitely not good.
1: <laughs> the corridor smells very badly as though it was damp. It stink. So the fixtures and fittings were very tired. I mean, you know what? Don't complain about the fixtures.
0: <laughs> no, you definitely shouldn't complain. Don't pay forty five dollars a night for a hotel and expect gold faucets.
1: I know. Oh here here this one. Alright, this was August first. Someone tried to get in our room at one30 AM the first day there. The room next door had very noisy occupants who had people in their room until two thirty AM every night. Smoke alarms being accidentally set off twice in one night at 2 a.m. It sounds like
0: a party hotel. Once again, for $45 a night, Yeah, that's where you bring your, your friends if you're in high school yeah, to party, like a party your hotel. mistress if you only need a couple of hours in the hotel room. You know what I mean? How do you
2: know about those things?
0: Huh? Mistress bringing. Oh, uh, Do you know how much it would cost to... <laughs> Take a mistress to a hotel where we live. For
1: however me. they <laughs> be like, well, baby, I'm sorry, but it's going to be $700 a night. For,
0: <laughs> Are we going to open up a... Actually... No. I could tell
1: some
0: story. No. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, maybe we should open up a uh, by the hour hotel. No. I don't say
1: no about No, no, no. Hey.
0: Hey. Is this our uh, writing tip of the pod? Yeah. All
2: right. Writing tip (laughs) of the pod. I'm so sorry. Sorry There's a
1: hurricane coming. We're out of sorts. Okay. Is it still a hurricane? Yeah. Really? Well, it's going... I don't know. When I started being a reporter... That's my smooth transition. One of my editors took me aside and gave me some candy and two books. And and then we went down to the van by the river. But one of those books was the AP Style Guide, which is the manual for all the punctuation rules (laughs) (laughs) that newspaper followed. The other book was a book by E.B. White and William Strunk. Um Strunk Jr. called The Elements of Style. My editor had met E. B. White, who wrote Charlotte's Webb and all those books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because um Mr. White had a farm on the same peninsula that my editor did.
0: Oh, that yeah. was a good book. i read that one. Yay. It made me cry. The Elements of Style? No. Charlotte's oh, Charlotte's Webb. I was talking about the Elements <laughs> of Style. I've never read Charlotte's Webb. <laughs>
1: All right, so when he gave me that book, right, not Charlotte's Web, The Elements of Style, he said, this is all you need to know. And then that small book was a section called The Elementary Principles of Composition, and I'm not sure if it was all I needed to know as a writer, but I'm positive it was a pretty big deal. Uh So we thought... That we'd share some of, three of those principles, there's like 11. Really? Yeah, um, and I think we might be like making this like a series, we'll just do the first three, because it just takes too long to do all 11. Oh, takes forever, dude. So, the first one is...
0: Make the paragraph the unit of composition. One paragraph to each topic. Writers blow this off all the time, but we shouldn't. No We, shouldn't. we especially blow it off with dialogue, and that's a big no-no. Why is it a no-no? Our brains are wired to think of paragraphs as a single idea or an action or a bit of dialogue. You don't want to dump it all together because then it gets confusing.
1: So, like, I want you all to listen to me like I'm talking in one big paragraph. Ready?
2: Okay.
1: You can visualize this and see it in the podcast notes, but you can't see it really well with voice. So, ready? Yes. This is one big paragraph. Sally smiled. I love her, Jane said. They each took a bite of calzone and gazed upon the manatee. Sally said dogs are fun.
0: Wow, those girls are not even in tune with each other's conversation. No, it's chaotic.
1: So <laughs> you've got no idea what's going on here, really, not right? Not at all. So I'm going to say new paragraph after each line. That There's a new paragraph, but it's the same lines. Ready? Yep. Sally smiled. New paragraph. I love her,
0: Jane <laughs> said. <laughs> new paragraph.
1: They each took a bite of calzone and gazed upon the manatee. New paragraph.
0: Sally said... Dogs are fun.
1: <laughs> it's not like our library.
0: New, new paragraph. <laughs> Jane said, why didn't you share your weed with me?
1: <laughs> That's not in there. <laughs> so now, like, if you see that, like each of those paragraphs, each new speaker always gets a new paragraph for dialogue. That is one of the biggest writing rules that you should not keep breaking.
0: It's so very basic.
1: And it's so I basic. And you got I to do it. it. you got to do it, guys. Anybody that's calling themselves
0: a writer should know it.
1: And if you are, especially if you're writing for kids, you don't want dialogue from different people, interior monologue, internal thought dialogue. You don't want actions. Like, you don't want all of that in one big paragraph. It confuses our brains, especially kids brains.
0: i gotta tell you something this Writing is really is important people listen up to this the paragraph crap because every time i write something and i give it to carrie she's like hack, 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 hack. more paragraphs more paragraphs and now maybe i'll understand why you say that all the time maybe. after this maybe. Little lesson maybe
1: something good has happened here
0: all right here's another principle
1: you do it baby
0: as a rule begin each paragraph with a topic sentence End it in conformity with the beginning.
1: So they go on and on about that, actually. Like, and that's kind of what I just showed you in that other thing. Like, we had this, Oh, like, you are like, God, okay. they must be stoned or something, because, like, we've got Sally smiling, that's just, and then she's, James talking, right. and then, like, there's a there completely unrelated thing about the them. meeting, right? And there's a manatee <laughs> there, and then Sally talks again, right? That's not all the same idea in yeah. that same paragraph, right? Dang. I'm going to run for president someday, so I'm trying to call down
0: my Decrease your vocabulary. All right.
1: So then the third one is... As a, that, that was the second one, I, got I just it. read that one.
0: Use the active voice. <laughs> the active voice is usually more direct and vigorous than the passive.
1: So they give these examples, for which we are directly quoting, right? Okay. So, I shall always remember my first visit to Boston... And so they're saying, this is much better, that sentence, than, my first visit to Boston will always be remembered by me. Uh-huh. And that's because they think that latter sentence is less direct, less bold, and less concise if the writer tries to make it more concise by omitting by me.
0: Is that because the fact that they're remem- they will always remember is more important than what they're always going to remember? Right? In that statement? Is that why that comes first? That, like, the beginning of the paragraph is your topic, is your memory. I shall always remember Boston rather than.
1: My first visit to Boston will always be remembered. It's about the verb and the subject. So I am doing the remembering. I shall always remember. And so in the passive sentence, it's not the subject. Is no longer you, even though you're the one who's actively doing something. It's more about Instead Boston. As, right. My first visit to Boston is somehow I,
0: like... And that's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. You All just right. put in much more intelligent no. <laughs> words no <not> <laughs> oh and it says it right there.
1: yeah so my first visit to boston will always be remembered when you say it like that it becomes indefinite is it the writer or some person undisclosed or the world at large that will be always rem- that will always remember that visit right, right? Mm-hmm. it's just not clean and clear man so we talk about passive and active voice a lot in another podcast episode that sean apparently doesn't remember anymore and we'll be sharing more of these tips in our next three weeks series <laughs> Woo-hoo. Stunk and Whiting It. That's what I've just called it. Strunk no. and Whiting It?
2: That's not really the name.
1: <laughs> we have no name. So the writing tip of the pod all condensed is...
0: Allow yourself to take advice from the masters.
1: And be clear and concise.
0: Concise. And make and your paragraphs small. <laughs> and no two, two people dialogues in one paragraph.
1: Oh, so make your paragraphs not like our podcast. And learn how to punctuate <laughs> dialogue. No, that
0: wasn't one. That wasn't one, baby. Dog tip for life. Life, life, life.
1: Something baby, wants to dog for life.
0: Well, um, Sparty agrees with what we're saying, pretty much. <laughs> and that he tries to be very concise in his communication. Like, he doesn't beat around the bush. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like no sea, snake. the bush. No sea snakes here.
0: <laughs>
1: well, yeah, but Sparty doesn't
0: care anything about mating.
1: Oh, my God. Um, He really doesn't. He's the best. I
0: him. mean, he watches once in a while, but he likes to eat. That's his food. He, he watches his, his, Games is. of Thrones mating. No mating happens in this house.
1: Oh, They're right, a right. clean podcast. Oh,
0: I wasn't insinuating anything <laughs> happens around here. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> he's <laughs> food focus, not mating focus.
1: Yeah, but what's his big issue. His like
0: his issue is that he can't communicate with words. Yeah. No. So he has to communicate concisely, succinctly, and accurately with his eyeballs and his body
1: and his telepathic
0: abilities. That's why I said eyeballs. Yeah. Because all he has to do is look at you, and you're like,
2: oh, you want a treat?
0: And really, he's like, Mom, I gotta go poop. No, well, that's, never, that's not it. <laughs> I know. He can care less. <laughs> Probably going to the bathroom.
1: But he's saying don't be a schmuck. You know what? He has learned from other dogs before him.
0: Don't be around the bush.
1: Don't be around the bush. Just Go walk right to the
0: pantry door.
1: Communicate clearly, right? Yep. And as writers and people, that's what we should all do. We should just be... Honest and clear about our needs and our cares and our worries and our love, you know.
0: So, I'm kind of like the dogs. I can
1: you think are
0: clearly and concisely about my certain needs. Yes, yes, huh? yeah, 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 definitely about certain needs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible podcast, it's
0: not terrible
2: at all. I oh, mean, I'll be better next week.
0: There's nothing wrong with this one, it's very informative if you're. Trying to pick up some writing skills. Yeah, man. Life skills, not so much. No. But
2: we're not all life right.
1: skilling
0: it this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a new book coming out soon. You should buy it. Yeah, real soon. And Swarms.
0: We better silly. start writing that thing. You got less than two weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my next book is going to be out at that castle hotel. It is? With the tampon on the floor and the ghost trying to get into your rooms.
0: I was in the wastebasket. Oh. At least, but okay. that's not as good as a hypodermic needle in our, that we found. Oh in
1: yeah, our we did find a hypodermic needle in our hotel. Was that Belize or Panama? Uh,
0: I don't remember, but it earned us a free room upgrade.
1: Yeah.
0: We ended up poolside. We bring them with us everywhere. That's now. right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I have new books out, and I'm teaching some classes at the Raining Barn. So if you want to hang out more with us, you know, just. Head on over to the kerryjonesbookstop.blog and we'll hook you. Chill. We'll chill, man.
0: Hey, don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, what's the other thing? Share. Share. Ooh, that's an important one.
1: Like, subscribe, share, and love each other.
0: Love each other. Love your way through it. Peace. Peace.